0: The obvious answer is uh, you jump in late and you try and catch the end of it, right? No, I'm just joking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> hey, it's Walter here and you're at the Think Profit Podcast where we're gonna help you develop a rock solid trading confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching. Right, Hugh? That's
0: right. We're gonna help you develop a wealth mindset, develop a training strategy that fits your core personality,
1: and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders. All right, Hugh, sounds good. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. Hey, Hugh, so here's a question. Um, how do you deal with missing out on a really excellent opportunity? So you knew it was coming, it shows up, and then you miss it, right? So I've had a few of these uh, the last couple of weeks, actually, uh, more than a few, uh, where you know, like I, I was going to sell the USD Swissy, I was sitting in front of the chart waiting for it to happen and it didn't retrace quite enough to what where I wanted it to go and then it just went you know what I mean just mm-hmm. like and that happened like 3 days in a row right <laughs> uh where that happened and it's kind of really frustrating so what do you do when uh because you you know it's like there's no moral victories in trading right like it's yeah. like you missed the trade okay doesn't matter if you knew what was going to happen doesn't matter if you were ready you missed it. Okay, so how do you deal with that? What do you do? Well, the obvious answer
0: is uh, you jump in late and you try and catch the end of it, right? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> well, I mean, like, that's what we tend to do and that's what I've all yeah. I've done in the past. We've all done that in the past, right? So, yeah, 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 yeah. But, I, but yeah, I think it's just not getting too down on yourself. I think number one, uh, I think once you start beating yourself up, that's really the slippery slope that leads to other like overtrading and stuff like that. Number two, just realizing that there are other opportunities coming up. So just be aware of those. And, and then number three, I would say, uh, review why you missed it. You know, were you distracted? Were you uh, doing other things? Uh, Maybe you should keep your chart up on a separate screen or something so that you can watch it. And um, yeah, those are the three things that I would I would say. How about you?
1: Yeah, I mean, journaling, like talking, writing out your emotions and stuff Mm -hmm. can really help. Obviously, we all have things that we need to work on. Like, like you said, like, chasing a trade or um, revenge trading or mm. failing to pull the trigger. Like there are these certain things that we all need to work on as traders. And one of the things that happens with the, like the fear of missing out is a big one, mm. right? Yeah, that's, that's a that's a huge one. And that And that actually is, I think, if you look at it, that's a big driver in the markets themselves. Like if you look at the big macro picture, a big reason why you have things like blow off tops, right? That's mm. what we would call it. In a, uh, in a charting sense, a of blow-off top where the market just kind of makes this parabolic move. I'll, I'll draw it the other way. So parabolic move like this, and then it keeps getting steeper, and then, and then it just collapses. The reason why you get those sorts of things is because the last group of people who are getting in on that trade, who are buying that asset or whatever it is, that stock or getting in on that trade in currencies or, or what have you, those people are the ones that are, have the fear of missing out. Mm -hmm. And this is, you know, this is universal. This is like a psychological cycle that you can see in any market where it's, it it gets really, I mean, Bitcoin is probably one of the easiest ones to see this at just because it's so pervasive in our culture. Like it's a, it's a, it's always kind of in the news sort of thing. Well, I guess you do overseas. If you're in the States, you might, it may not be as obvious, but when you're in other countries, like they're always talking about the exchange rate, the pound versus the dollar, the Aussie dollar versus the U.S. dollar. So that this this is kind of part of the nightly news or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's always out there. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I don't I don't remember. I mean, it's been a long time since I lived in the U.S., but I don't remember that being a major thing, even in the financial papers. Like it was maybe buried somewhere, but it wasn't like a prominent thing. So, and and so what, the reason why I want to bring this up, my to make the point, the reason I want to bring this up is that you don't see like the mark like in the news like in the in the states usually when they have that financial financial segment of the news what they'll say is they go oh the biggest movers and the biggest losers or something in the stock market yeah. or they might not even have that and just say the the dow was up today or the s&p was up or the nasdaq was up or whatever 2% or whatever and that's that's it that's all you get right they don't say like oh facebook went up they rarely would like if it's an ipo or something they say oh facebook had their ipo today and it went up you know, 300% or whatever. But they don't usually talk about individual stock. Whereas Bitcoin is kind of one of those things that's always kind of, seems to me anyway, it's always kind of in the news. And I think it's, and I think that's reflective of everyone's kind of interested in it. You know, even if they don't buy it or sell it or trade it, they're aware of it. You know what I mean? It's like this kind of like this new thing or whatever. it's a new thing. And that, and though yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's exactly right. And that's like, those are the type of markets that are most, uh, susceptible to the crowd in the fear of missing out. Right. You mm-hmm. don't have a whole lot of traders. A whole lot of people have this fear of missing out of some, you know, stock in hung hungry, right. Or whatever, <laughs> or like, yeah. you know, like some like IPO in New Zealand or whatever, like that's not a thing, right. This is like a global thing. And, you know, I hear people tell me things like, Oh, well, Elon Musk said that, you know, six months ago or whatever, that that, uh, Tesla Motors is going to start taking Bitcoin payments. So Bitcoin's, you know, spiked up or whatever. You know, it's just like always in the... So I think the fear of missing out, which we're talking about in an individual trade level, that's also in the big macro level. And you'll see that repeatedly in the markets play out. And it's most pervasive in those markets that everyone knows about, right? So the more people that know about a market, the more likely you are to get those blow-off tops. So things like real estate, cryptos anything anything that's really in the news and everyone knows about trying to think of another example what would be another thing like um see gold like metals don't even really qualify like uh well actually do you remember i don't know if you remember this but like there used to be these things called beanie babies Oh yeah. Did did you ever hear about that? Yeah. 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 So there's things called Beanie Babies that were like became super collectible. When I was really young, there was a thing called Cabbage Patch Kids, and we actually stood in line outside of a department store overnight, camped there to get to save our place in line so that we could go into the store in the morning and go and buy, you know, one Cabbage Patch Kid per per kid or whatever. That was the deal, right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it was like. This crazy thing and then there later on there was beanie babies where there's like these really expensive things and i'll never forget there was this fundraiser where this girl like you know she was like 10 or whatever and she had all these beanie babies and she was donating them to the fundraiser okay and then this football player guy right this big husky he went and bought like he bid on the beanie babies basket of this 10 year old girls he bought them all for the fundraiser and then he gave it back to her you know what i mean mm. and that and, and and it was like thousands of dollars right for these beanie babies because they were so collectible yeah but that's an, another example right beanie babies is a thing that kind of cabbage patch kids was another one that kind of like the whole culture just you know and there's this crazy fear of missing out i think tickle me elmo was also yeah. one of those things <laughs> like a while yeah. ago it's with these weird things that like everyone just has to have and they have the fear of missing out so they just do whatever they can to get it so well, the big one right now i talking. think is
0: uh, nfts right or yes recently yeah. It's the NFTs. yeah
1: and i think you're right i think you're an early adopter i think it hasn't quite yeah i think you're right like dude i was just well when we used to be able to go to dinner we're no no longer able to go out for dinner but when i went to dinner with my kids a couple months ago um there was a, a friend of ours and his daughter and he they're his daughter's friends with my daughter and I didn't realize they were at the restaurant next to the restaurant we were at, right? It was right next door. And we both saw each other at the ice cream shop. <laughs> and he, I'm like, what are you doing, man? Like, what's going on? Because he's like a programmer and stuff. And, and he's kind of like in between, like figuring out what he's going to do. And he's like, oh, I'm doing NFTs now. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. And he's like got this artist on there and everything. And he's selling these. He's got this NFT brokerage and all that. And I think, it's, I think you're right. I think it's one of those things where like people are just going to go all in on this and it's because we're learning everyone's learning about it right so they're like okay i don't want to miss out on this like i missed out on bitcoin or whatever so yeah yeah i think you're right i think this is the next next thing for sure
0: yeah Yeah, no that's a good point on the bitcoin and all that stuff also because uh like in cryptocurrencies uh even if you miss that big run like there's all you can always get in a, a better price right and um I try to scale in, scale out, and uh, you know I always don't get the best price because it just keeps going down and down and down, and then you're like, okay, that hit, that's a base, and it's going to go back up. But um, yeah, I mean, that's one thing to think about when you're when you're suffering from FOMO. Also, is like there's probably going to be a better price at some point, so just hang on, and you don't have to worry about like getting in right now, right?
1: Yeah, and that's one of my big things. One of my big rules is exactly what you said. If you feel like you're going to miss out, remember you can always wait one more candle, Mm -hmm. (laughs) one more day, one more hour, one more. Do you know what I mean? Like you get a little bit of extra information with that extra candle and it's often the case. And because of the cycles, like in the markets, we kind of have these cycles where certain times of the day, you know, there's a lot of volume and then it kind of tails off and that. So you can kind of like if you like, let's say, for example, you were trading the pound and you saw the pound ramp up during the London open and you felt like, darn, I really wanted to get in on this reversal, but now it's. Blast it up again and i missed it you can always wait for the next cycle you, you know what i mean like yes. if it's a if it's a bullish trend if it's really strong you're gonna see it eventually do those pullbacks like you say and so that's yeah and you're always better off i think waiting for those pullbacks i mean you could you can trade the breakouts like if it's basing up or whatever you can trade the breakouts and stuff like that a lot of trend followers will do that and that's there's nothing wrong with that but if you're trying to you know, have a tight stop and all that sort of thing. You got to wait for the pullback. And if the, if it's already gone, like that happened to me last night, last night for 24 hours, I had been waiting for these trades to happen. Right. Yeah. On the pound Swissy, the Aussie, Aussie Swissy, all these trades totally wait. I'm like, okay, tomorrow, London session early. going to go in. I'm going to find, these are going to peak up after they're going to retrace during Asia and then they're going to go. And all of them did that. However, all of them did that an hour before frankfurt <laughs> so so frankfurt opens an hour before london and they actually did it like at the open of frankfurt they made the, their highs mm-hmm. the, and so it was a little bit i was a little bit late basically i was two hours too late so i came in and they all the charts had gone i'm like well you know I, there's nothing i can do yeah. like i'm not going to get in now because it's going to retrace now and it did it did retrace mm-hmm. it retraced all during the, the new york session all of those so yeah, you just have to wait. So it's like, okay, well, I'll just wait for that. There's always another opportunity. That's the great thing about the markets. There's always going to be another opportunity. And that's something I think we should tell ourselves when we're worried about missing out for sure. Yeah, Yeah, no, totally. Totally. Well, on that note, that's a great place to end. So
0: thanks, Walter. See you next time. All right. Thanks. All information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only, and is not trading or investment advice.